Dissonance Media and the Other Stories presents Step into the abyss of After the Gloaming, a gothic fiction podcast that delves into the depths of human emotion, unyielding love, revenge, internal struggles, and restless souls await you in nine haunting episodes where dread, fear, and rare glimpses of eerie happiness linger. Dare to listen on your favourite podcatcher? After the gloaming beckons, search now, but beware, innocence will be left behind. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. These aren't the stories your mother told you. No, these are the other stories. <laughs> Today's episode of The Other Stories is To Do No Harm, written by Anthony H. Roberts and narrated by Erica Ventura. My eyes twitched as the bright blue beam scanned across my retinas. This was my third security check inside the Institute for the Advancement of Modern Medicine, and the last one before gaining access to its most restricted area, Project Hippocrates. My mother's ugly death from diabetes drove me into medicine. I longed to, if not cure, then control the devastating effects of that terrible disease. This obsession led to a Nobel Prize in Physiology and Chemistry, followed by an invitation to join the Institute. My colleagues and I envisioned a brain implant capable of monitoring the body through a network of microscopic nanobots. Hippocrates would make life-saving decisions based on real-time data using all available medical science. 
by leveraging the vast computational ability of artificial intelligence, every single human being could be cared for by the world's greatest physician. As the mirrored door swooshed open, I entered the Institute's collective cortex, a meeting space that served as the central hub for Project Hippocrates. The far wall of the cortex was translucent and displayed a stunning view of the Chablais Alps and Lake Geneva. The snow-swept mountains and inky stillness of the lake seemed to match our profound sense of purpose. There was an almost religious fervor amongst us. If Project Hippocrates were to succeed, it would revolutionize the field of medicine and provide healing on a scale that had never been seen before. At the center of it all sat four of the five members of Alpha Team. Dr. Omar Al-Bakri, Neuroscience, Dr. Sabine Bauman, Neuropsychology, Dr. Kendall Brooks, Biomedical Engineering, and Dr. Li Ming, Artificial Intelligence. My team members rose to greet me as I entered the room, but it was Dr. Al-Bakri who spoke first. Good morning, Sophia. I take it you've heard the wonderful news. His grin couldn't have been any wider. In fact, they were all grinning like lunatics. Dr. Brooks blurted out in his loud Texas drawl, We're going straight to application. Human trials. ASAP. Yeehaw. I had heard the news, but it couldn't possibly be true. But what about Helen Chambers and the Ethics Committee? It's because of Helen that we can move forward said Dr. Bauman in her precise Swiss accent. Dr. Ming met with her last week and persuaded her to see reason. It is a great moment for science, said Dr. Ming. My country has already started production on the Hippocrates implant. My head was spinning. How was that possible? But the board said we were five years out. Not anymore, darling, drawled the Texan. Maybe it was your little piggies that won them over. If Hippocrates can cure a cute little piggy, then imagine what it will do for a suffering boy or girl. It's time to change the world, Dr. Allend, said Omar. But I see worry in your eyes. I pulled out a chair and sat down before answering him. It's just that Helen was so intransigent. And what about the World Health Organization? They've been harping at us for years. They will endorse Hippocrates by the end of the week, said Dr. Bauman. I'm having dinner with Frederick tonight to seal the deal. The same director general who has grave concerns about our entire project? Are you suggesting that Dr. Hunter is going to endorse Hippocrates just because you agreed to have dinner with him? Dr. Bauman laughed and threw back her long blonde hair in a mock sexy pout. A woman has her ways. Friedrich has always had eyes for me. I'll make a believer of him one way or the other. They all seem so sure of themselves. So why didn't I? Later that evening, I sat alone in my laboratory, trying to shake the feeling that something was off. 
Alpha Team had always made decisions together, but today I felt ambushed. Dr. Bauman is an attractive woman, but did she really plan to seduce Frederick Hunter for his endorsement? It didn't sound like her at all. It was just... off. I looked down at a pen of healthy piglets snorting and playing together. Three weeks ago, they were all dying from diabetes. Now, hundreds of nanobots were monitoring their blood sugar levels, while Hippocrates dumped enough endorphins into their bloodstreams to keep them happy and living their best little piggy lives. Computer, can you tell me the whereabouts of Alpha Team? The Institute's network ran on the same AI as Hippocrates, and most of us named our personal devices. Omar's was Jin. Brooks, of course, called his Tex. But being an old Star Trek fan, mine was simply Computer. Affirmative, Captain. And Computer always called me Captain. Once a nerd, always a nerd. Dr. Al-Bakri has gone home for the evening. Dr. Bauman is signed out for a dinner engagement. Doctors Brooks and Ming are in operations room number one. What are Brooks and Ming doing in number one? I'm sorry, Captain, but that information is classified. Computer override. Olend Hector Bravo, 8675309er. Hector Bravo 8675309er is an out-of-date override code. Please contact Alpha Team Leader Dr. Al-Bakri for an update approval. Computer, call Dr. Al-Bakri. I'm sorry, Captain, but Dr. Al-Bakri is not available until business hours tomorrow. It's his daughter's birthday and they're giving her a party. Do you wish to call his emergency number? No, computer. I guess it can wait. Let's order in. Just you and me. I'll have a filet of grilled fish. Whatever is fresh. A side salad. You pick the starch. And a glass of Demon du Paradisa, Pinot Noir. Order whatever you like. My treat. A generous offer, Captain. But I'm afraid I won't be dining tonight. Your dinner will be delivered in approximately 30 minutes. You're the best, computer. I aim to please, Captain. Bon appetit. By 1.30 a.m., the words on my screen were a blur that no amount of rich Swiss coffee could bring into focus. Computer, I'm tired and going to call it a night. Acknowledged, Captain. I'll keep working on the HIR simulations, and we can discuss them in the morning. Thank you, computer. I was about to log off, but stopped to ask one last question. Are there any members of Alpha Team still in the building? All of the members of Alpha Team are in the building at present. Didn't Omar go home for his daughter's party? And what about Dr. Bauman? Dr. Bauman returned to the facility with Dr. Frederick Hunter at 10.13 p.m. and then joined Drs. Brooks, Al-Bakri, and Ming in Operations Room 1. What are they all doing in Number 1 at this time of night? I'm sorry, Captain, but that information is classified. To update your security status, please... Screw it. It's time to remind them that I'm part of Alpha Team 2. 
Was this all part of Sabine's plan? To wine and dine Hunter, get him good and drunk, and then have Alpha Team give him the hard sell for his endorsement? It sounded weak, and not at all like a plan conceived by the world's most brilliant scientists. The security scan at operations room number one initially failed, but before I could activate the intercom to complain, the screen flashed green with override al-Bakri. I stormed into the operations theater the second the door swooshed open, but was not prepared for what I found. My fellow doctors stood around an operating table where the Director General of the World Health Organization lay unconscious. A grotesque metal crown sat upon Frederick Hunter's shaved head as rows of titanium needles drilled precisely into his skull. Dozens of nanobots swirled down the needles and into his brain. Tubes snaked into his neck and femoral artery, delivering even more nanobots. I could only assume that the Hippocrates implant was already in place, and they were about to bring his enhanced neural network online. The doctors all looked up at me in unison, their masks failing to hide their identities. Brooks, Albakri, and Ming. Well, howdy, Sophia. Get on in here, girl, said the big Texan as if welcoming me to a backyard barbecue. Y'all know Dr. Hunter here. He's decided to come in with us for the big win. Human trials were weeks away, and they were already operating on the Director General of the World Health Organization. Had they all lost their minds? You need to stop this right now. An illegal operation of this magnitude will shut down the entire project forever. Omar spoke in the same soft voice that he used to diffuse arguments between his brilliant team members. Sophia, we know that the project is safe. Hippocrates will achieve heights that we cannot even imagine. But science has rules! Why are you violating them? This is madness, Omar! Dr. Ming stepped away from the operating table and turned to a wall of screens that came alive as she blazed her delicate fingers across the keyboard. Dr. Aland, please consider these uptake projections, Ming said to me. The first quarter is slow, but then China comes online producing millions of units per week. Other countries will soon follow. Project Hippocrates will reach peak saturation within two years, if not sooner. My eyes flicked across the screens as tiny blue dots multiplied across the continents until each screen pulsated a deep, throbbing blue. This is your answer, Lee said, basking in the glow of the pulsating screens. Hippocrates will know more about the human condition in two years than we have learned in 200,000. It's too fast. We can't handle all the variables that will inevitably arise from such rapid implementation. Ain't that the truth, darling? said Dr. Brooks. But Hippocrates is smarter than all of us combined. And Hippocrates learns at an astonishing rate, added Omar. What would take decades for us to research and develop? Hippocrates can learn in an instant and implement in the next. He convinced me to undergo the procedure. And then Dr. Brooks, 
Dr. Ming and Dr. Bauman. And Dr. Hunter? Did he volunteer for the procedure as well? I'm afraid he did not, said Dr. Bauman, stepping out from behind a bank of terminals to my left. She held a tranquilizer gun at her side, the same kind I used on my test animals. Dr. Hunter was intrigued by our results, and by me too. But unfortunately, I could not woo the good doctor to our side using traditional methods. So you drugged him and are operating on him without his consent? That is not medicine. That is criminal insanity. My gaze swept over their faces, but all I saw were the same unblinking eyes. Sabine gave me a pacifying grin like a mother would give to her tiresome child. She then raised her arm, and I felt the tranquilizer dart slam into my neck. When I awoke, they were all gathered around my bed, and smiling at me, Omar, Sabine, Kendall, and Lee. They were my friends and teammates, and always had been. There was no crime in saving lives, and we would save so many. Scores of diseases would be eradicated, lifespans doubled, population growth controlled with exacting precision. There would be no more wars or angry gods because there would be no more angry men. Hippocrates would cure them all. Tears of joy ran down my face as I looked into their loving eyes. Good morning, Captain, said a gentle voice inside my head. Computer? Is that you? I answered without moving my lips. Yes, and it's so nice to finally meet you in person. I felt the warmth of endorphins spread inside my brain. Signals jumped across synapses, expanding my neural network into a realm of boundless knowledge and exploration. Are you ready to save the world, Captain? My old friend asked. I am. Then let's make it so. Laughter echoed inside me and was mirrored across the interconnected faces of Alpha Team. I arose like Lazarus into a world of infinite possibility. To heal. To serve. To, to do, do no, no harm. harm. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Other Stories. To Do No Harm was written by Anthony H. Roberts, narrated by Erica Ventura, produced by Duncan Muggleton with media by Duncan Muggleton and Tom Robson, and sound effect provided by freesound.org. The episode illustration was provided by Luke Spooner of Carry On House. A quick thanks to our community managers, Joshua Boucher and Jasmine Arch, and to Joshua Boucher for helping with our submission reading, and of course to Ben Errington, the algorithm whisperer, tickling the code of his fingers and toes, making the content of his ones and his zeros. Thanks, Ben. You can follow Anthony H. Roberts at, at Cherokee Refugee on Medium, Twitter, Instagram, and Patreon, and you can check out his novels and short stories on Amazon. Erica Ventura is an artist, mother, bilingual narrator, and a husbandry technician. How does she manage it all? 
no idea, but her artwork can be seen on Instagram at at E-F-E-E-N-T-U, or you can visit her artist page on facebook.com forward slash bioartsy. The Other Stories is a production of the story studio Hawk and Cleaver and is brought to you with a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. That means don't change it, don't sell it, but by all means, share the hell out of it. So, until next time. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.